All right, Jordan. All right, Michael. Who do we have on this week? Miss Hannah Carter. Hannah Carter. Hannah Carter. Carter. We. The first? I don't know. No, <laughs> never mind. All right. So we talked with Hannah a little bit about her life growing up in Las Vegas. She played soccer, and she had a pretty tough relationship with her parents when she was younger, and her understanding of that and growing through that and, and building off of her relationship with her mom, that definitely caused her a little bit of strife. Yeah, but then she was able to uh, share with us how she overcame some of those things, um, some of the steps that she took to overcome those things, and uh, where she's at now in her life. And in her motherhood, which is awesome. She's in a really good place. Thanks for checking us out. Make sure you listen to the episode and like, comment, subscribe. At me at David Do- Wait, hold on, what? <laughs> <laughs> I just watched it today, too. Anyways, let us know, guys, what you think of the episode. Plant-based and how bad meat is for you and really? like that like changed everything for me i saw that documentary back in the day well i saw two uh supersize me that one never scared me really because i thought it was unrealistic who's gonna eat mcdonald's breakfast lunch and dinner every single day you'd like, be surprised <laughs> i just think it's unrealistic He's especially because like, yeah, i didn't do that, that so i was I like i don't really yeah. care it's like that will never happen to yeah me. yeah yeah i saw that one and then i saw uh i think it was a website actually called meet your meat hmm. um basically talking about how they kill animals and how they keep them like in pens really close yeah, and it's yeah. really gross it's and really in, it's like what is it it's not inhumane because obviously they're not human but is yeah. it still called inhumane i feel like it, it is almost it's like animal cruelty is that yeah, a better way yeah, to yeah. describe that but yeah something like that in the documentary was talking about how all those animals are pollution so bad mm-hmm. a large portion because of them they're like, no way. Yeah, they're pooping, obviously, in the ground, but the runoff from the water is going in the lakes and the rivers, and it's polluting all the plants that we're trying to harvest, you know? Yeah. So it's just, like, a never-ending cycle, but yeah. because of all the meat that we're trying to eat. Yeah. But then it was just talking about how if you eat meat, like, instantly, you're you're inflamed. Like, they have a certain protein. Wow. Yeah, that... Well, I think especially now, because uh, I feel like those companies that need to mass-produce, like poultry and whatnot they have to like inject their their animals with like some sort of like well, they don't know, they don't have to but like the quantity of which our world is like no consuming, yeah the, the demand is yeah yeah it's too high and um yeah. the weirdest thing we saw was I'm not gonna that be vegan dude <laughs> we could talk about this right now but i'm not gonna no, be t- vegan. tell me about it yeah <laughs> no, i want to know i i thought that i could never give up well first the cheese thing like i loved cheese yeah. i love cheese and i I thought there's no way I'm going to give that up. But I did, and I don't even... I could probably go the rest of my life without ever having cheese. Well, you're substituting it, right? No. Like, I don't even eat vegan cheese. Really? Um, If it's there, I'll eat it, but I don't go out of my way to go get it. I don't think I need it. Yeah. But I haven't had meat in, like, a week, and I could do it forever. That's cool. Well, you posted something on Instagram the other day of some, like, nachos that looked like they hit... And I was like, those look bomb. And you're like, vegan. I was like, never Thank mind. It's so <laughs> Probably good. not that good. It's so, they're really good. You can't even yeah. taste the difference. Have I you might... seen... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. Have you seen um, Power Rangers? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just way off the of yes. way yeah, off yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which one are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hold on. Be specific. <laughs> yeah. Which color ranger was your favorite, dude? White, hands Purple. down. Purple. Purple. 
What was I the just, purple? I just picked one. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I just picked a color. Yeah, red. Okay. There's a pink Tangerine. one, too. Yeah. Oh, the pink one was everyone's first crush. Yeah, of course. Kimberly? But anyways, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> um, I just felt the opportunity there, so I threw that out there. But I was going to say Food, Inc. on Netflix. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Or it was at least on Netflix back in the day. But that basically went into the fast food industry and, and basically was saying, like, oh, because the fast food industry in America is so big that they have the biggest demand so everyone that's like producing the meats and all that they need to listen to them because their mm-hmm. demand's so big and they're throwing money in their face and you're like it, it basically hinders the quality of i guess butchers and everyone producing the meat yeah. because they're like i need it more i need more i need more and it needs to be faster and they're like okay crap well we need to lose quality for the sake of quantity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we need to get more out you know and then and no one's complaining with the quality of the products that are being served at a the fast quality food place. of a whopper mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like i know what i'm getting i know what i mean burger king came out with a vegan burger it's like called the impossible burger or something oh i think Sick. i heard about that yeah it's, it tastes the same i had it the other week those are yummy man say yummy those are yummy, yummy. <laughs> like <deep-ass> voice. <laughs> Those are yummy. <laughs> I haven't said yummy in a while, but I mean, sure. Yeah, the Impossible Burger. Yeah. Tastes just it? like, I've had it. Yeah. Yeah, it tastes just like meat. You oh, had it? You had yeah, the Impossible yeah, Burger. Yeah. Why? I haven't had Under it what context? Like, were you just like pulling up in the lane? Like, <laughs> fine for a cause. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you say it like it's like, yeah. she was fighting for a cause. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> what i'm not bashing her but she literally did that all the time so yeah we got one and i was like i'll try some and uh it was good but it was a lie (laughs) i was eating it and i was like this is a lie (laughs) right it doesn't it doesn't taste different have you tried it yet the impossible yeah 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 that was the first thing i think i had and then i had you're like i'm gonna be vegan now (laughs) (laughs) no and then i had the impossible from burger king is that i could do this (laughs) no it was after i had veggie grill but a hundred percent. That's mm. what it's called. Where the nachos are from. Yeah. Yeah. I had those, and I was like, okay. It's over. Yeah. Do they have those out here? No, but they have one in Smackula. It's called Gentle Grill. We went there on Sunday. Gentle. Yes. Really gentle grill. Do they just grill things very gently. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, here's your Carefully. food. Carefully. Yeah. Gosh, it's gonna be all right. It's gonna hurt at first. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to the plants. Don't they say plants have feelings? Are people saying that? I don't know. I mean, people say yeah, some people like play shit. music for their plants, yeah. and it my like buddy. affects their growth. My buddy, remember we had Stephen Williams Stephen on Williams, the podcast. Yeah, he talked about that. He uh, is in the cannabis business, hmm. and he plays music. And he actually experimented what type of music works better. What was it? Uh, I think it was classical. That worked better. I could do, like, no meat for a little bit, but there's some things. You know what? Honestly, I could go on an entire, like, I could be a pescatarian. Hmm. Okay. What is that? Where you're not aggressive or something? Yeah. Like that? <laughs> it means that I'm really gentle. Yeah. <laughs> it's only fish. Oh, fish. Just yeah. fish. So I could do that. I don't think I could see myself. Because I could kind of supplement and be like, all right, I'll just do fish instead of. Because, I mean, very rarely do I have a steak. Yeah. Burgers are just my weakness, though. Like, I will just yes. rip an In N Out burger. I think it's just oh. something that I just oh, crave. Oh, yeah. We love it. Um, I also like chicken a lot, too. But I just think if I had to, like, for health reasons, I could do, like, just fish. I don't know if I could just go veggies only, though. Veggies only. The, well, the way that they <clears throat> make, like, you're, how you're talking about, but Thomas got, it was like a 
maybe a pastrami sandwich i don't know something a like that vegan pastrami yes, but sandwich everything you can think of they have mimicked <laughs> hey tommy over here suffering no he ain't getting it <laughs> i'm helping him he's fine i'm just kidding honestly uh, you're probably healthier I, I mean oh yeah you're probably saving his life you know he just drinks so much soda mm. and that I don't know. I feel like we went over that on, on his episode. He loves soda. If Thomas could have a cream soda every minute of the day, oh, he would. But he's he's not wrong, though. That's so delicious. <laughs> I don't really like soda that much. I don't like soda Very either. rarely will I have soda. Mm-mm, I don't like it. I don't think I have it a lot, but I'm still noting that it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Hannah, hi. 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 Hi, Hannah. Hi. Hello. Hi. Tell, uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself, who you are, just briefly. Um, and uh, maybe we'll get we'll get into some some stuff. Um, I'm Hannah Carter now. Hey, Let's go. I know it's weird to say. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations! Thanks, thanks. So much going on. How um what three weeks a month? Yeah, I think three weeks now. Okay. Yeah, um, awesome. Yeah, we just had our son three months ago. Now I guess he can't say that. I had to forget when you stop saying I just had a baby. I mean, it was only three months ago, but I feel like at some point... I would you, still say I just had a baby. I feel like you have to stop saying it, because I didn't... At some point. I didn't just have it. Yeah. I mean, he was born three months ago. It's a long time. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm from Las Vegas. Played soccer. The LV. Yeah. Seven ho two. I what did you say? <laughs> huh? What? You say seven ho two? Yeah, it's a seven ho two. <laughs> is it is it the area code seven ho two? Seven ho two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Vegas. Like, I get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moved out here in March. Mm. It's much different out here. Yeah. I had like culture shock when I moved out did here. Did you really? Yeah. Really. Really bad. Like what? <sighs> it's just so much slower out here, and not everything is. It's like I can't. If I'm hungry at ten thirty, I have to You're look. Screwed. Yeah, I have to look at places to yeah. see who's open. Yeah. If I need to go to the store, I have to do the same thing. Yeah. Um, people are nice out here, which is really weird. I was. I left my wallet at. I think it was Albertsons. Mm-hmm. And when I got home, I like freaked out. Like, oh my God. It's some, over. Someone yeah, it's stole someone it. Someone stripped yeah, it. It's just, sitting in the freaking alley yeah, behind the Albertsons. Yeah, empty I right just now. moved out here. Mm-hmm. Like, great. Got to get new cards and everything. And I go back and like the lady walks up to me. He's like, oh, you forgot your wallet. And I literally just like stood there for You're five like, minutes. What? Thank you. <laughs> <Just so laughs> what <laughs> world is this? I've never seen such a thing. But yeah, it's, it's much different out here. Yeah, I feel like. Vegas is an extreme example, though, because the state of Nevada is <laughs> I, slow as hell. Yeah. It's a desert. Come on. 80% of Nevada is unoccupied. Yeah. 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 So, For good reason. Yeah. <laughs> Have the, you been to 80% of Nevada? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's horrible. It's no, it's cold. Oh, really? Northern Nevada, you go past a certain point and freezing. Really? Yeah. Yeah, wow. the, that whole, like, region of the United States is very, like, mm-hmm. temperamental. It's, yeah. like, really hot, really cold, and it like, fluctuates a lot. Yeah. Really? Vegas and out towards Arizona will always be super hot, mm-hmm. but you go north and you're it's cold. Yeah. yeah, it's cold. Yeah. Tundra might yeah. as well be. You're cold. Damn. That's crazy. So besides, like, the cold shock people being nice, like, are you enjoying California? <sighs> I feel, Be honest. I feel differently about California. Okay. I think, wow, you guys took a drink at the same time. That's oh. oh, what we do. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's inconvenient to How live so? here. Everything is so far. Everything's an hour. 
I want to go 20 miles, it's going to take an hour. I want to go do this, it's going to take an hour. Um, the beach is an hour. If I want to go to L.A. on a good day, it's an hour. That's a, that's to, to a Californian, that's like a blessing, though. And yeah. Everything's within an hour. What's an hour drive? I guess you could read that as, as like, pro and con at the same yeah. time. Yeah, because yeah. in Vegas, I'm... There's nothing. Yeah. And there's nothing that and you we can just, get to in an hour. And we just accept <laughs> that there's nothing. But here, there's so much to do. And you're like, I want to go do it, but I don't want to sit it. in the car for yeah. hours. I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. What part of Vegas did you live in because i'm thinking of las vegas like the heart of las vegas yeah everyone always thinks that i like lived in a casino on the strip but <laughs> <laughs> in a casino you're like yeah, yeah. my house was a hotel yeah, yeah. the mgn grand <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i live in the northwest part um so yeah i'm like if you're going up towards reno okay i live probably the last exit before heading out that way Okay. So where you guys come in from California, yeah. I'm the complete opposite side of town. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Still off of 15? 95, but yeah. Is that a, high, mean, is that a highway off? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the 15 runs through town, 95 goes off. And you grew up there? BNR. Born and raised. Born and raised. Oh, yeah. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is that a Vegas yeah. thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like looking up on my phone. Uh, yeah. what you, like, so tell us about that growing up in Vegas or that close to a big city. Was there a fascination with the city being there? Because, I mean, obviously, I think most people around the world have somewhat of a fascination with that. And you lived within yeah. Yeah. 10, it's like, 15. It's like Las Vegas, L.A., and maybe New San York. Diego yeah, and New, New York. York. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like Vegas kids – Everyone assumes that we just always are like down at the strip. You or, probably hate it. Yeah, never go down there. Yeah. I will not go down there. If I ha if I absolutely have to, sure, for thirty minutes, but I'm dipping out the minute I can. Mm. It's just full of people. It's, it's tourist dirty. Central. Yeah. Central. Yeah. Central. Excuse me. The traffic down there, horrible. Mm -hmm. People just you know, they're always rubbernecking, wanna look at everything. Just drive ten miles an hour. Yeah, it's a lot to look at. Yeah, I know, but lots to look at. Leave. <laughs> you're making the city yeah, park and walk around yeah yeah it's i feel like vegas kids just are numb to that part of the city obviously mm. they go to clubs or whatever but it's not a weekend event that you go down to the strip and that's yeah. a common thing is there more like off the strip places that people who are locals actually hang out like downtown cooler, cooler bars and stuff yeah downtown which is where so it's the old strip fremont yeah. The old yeah, strip. Yeah. I like old Fremont. Strip. That's, Fremont's the old strip. That uh, was the strip of Las Vegas. Oh, okay. And then they moved it, and now it's huge over there. And downtown's its own little thing. But yeah. yeah that's you haven't been to Fremont before? I don't think so. I've only been to Vegas oh, once since right. I've been 21, hmm. which was like a few months ago for my buddy's birthday. So it Where'd was, you guys go? Just basically, I guess the strip, I guess. We were in the MGM. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So we but, were like in the heart of it downtown is where all the locals go for the most part yeah um that well, makes sense though because yeah. when jordan and i went to new orleans the locals i remember talking to some they didn't go to uh french circle which is mm -hmm. like the tourist attraction yeah they were like no we go to i forget what it was like highland or something like that highland street mm -hmm. there's so many like cooler little divey bars and with, then we like, went jazz there. bands playing and oh, we, we so met tight. cooler people over there it was so tight it was less like sloppy than bourbon street was bourbon less street's gross. disgusting yeah yeah it i mean smells it was like pee it was entertaining yes, everyone says yes. smell like pee but it really didn't smell that much like i pee. think it smells Dude, like pee. i remember specifically <laughs> i remember walking behind jordan and we were walking through a small little alley and jordan literally said this is like piss alley <laughs> 
because <laughs> it smelled so bad. And I was like, oh, God, I, I literally remember that. And I always recall that. Like, I'm thinking of New Orleans trip. Jordan's saying, this is like piss alley. <laughs> We're just all frustrated. Like, it's, God. <laughs> it's dirty there. It's yeah. dirty. It was, it was entertaining, but I think I much in, more enjoyed the off the main street Me too. attractions. And mm-hmm. I think the same thing. I went to Nashville last November. And I we kind of like wandered around the main area a little bit, but then ended up like in these random other side streets and bars that were yeah. not the main attractions. And I had way more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's usually how it is. I mean, there's fun to be had. And I think it's like you have to go to those places at least once. Yeah. But I think you find like the corner. Like what are your favorite things to do then in Vegas and living up there and growing up? Like what would you do? We went to the lake a lot. It looks really dirty, but it's all we have. So <laughs> you got Yeah. Oh wow, that is disgusting. Yeah. Is it worse or better than? Have like you been? Oh, it's better. I'm sure oh, you okay. can. Yeah. Oh, no, I drove by it. I drive by and that's about it. I look out the window and that's as far as I'm getting. Yeah. No. Um, actually, with soccer, I traveled all the time. So weekends, I I didn't really have free time. Um, but okay. yeah, we would go to the lake. Um, my family's really big into hunting and fishing, so I'd go with my dad if I could. But yeah, with soccer, I really didn't have really? free time. So dang, how long did you do soccer for? <laughs> Forever. Yeah. Yeah, I graduated at 21, and I started playing when I was three. So dang. Yeah. Dang. That whole time. That's cool. You graduated college at age 21. Mm-hmm. I did it in three years. Yeah. Good for you. Were yeah. you over it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, yes. Yeah. So in. Uh, High school, my brother did this dual program at uh, the community college, and I wanted to do it too. My mom's calling me. That never happens. Um, yeah, I don't know why I wanted to do it. Whatever. I did it, and yeah. it didn't work with soccer. I was missing. I would go to high school Monday through Wednesday, and Thursday, Friday was college. Uh-huh. And I missed pretty much every Friday of the month because of soccer. And so I started, like, failing my college classes. Oh, dang. And so I had to drop out of the program and go back to my normal high school. But I got, like, 14 college credits by the time I graduated high school. So then um, in college, I just did summer two years, and then I overloaded yeah. my last year, and I was done. Where did you go to college? UNLV. Okay. Yeah. Dang. So. Is that what division is that for soccer? One. D one. She's, she's like she's like one. Ain't, no, ain't no thing. D one baby. What position you play? Because I also grew up playing soccer. Yeah, I was a center mid and a center back. Okay. Um. Tight. Throughout club, I played center mid, but my last year, we got a new coach, and he was like, "You're." You're never gonna play that again. You're gonna be a center back. Damn, straight up, huh? Yeah. Oh, he what the hell? he hated us. He was a boys' coach. Did not want anything to do with us. Our coach pretty much just dropped us. Um, so he picked for a us better up. job or what? No, I think there was like some drama with the club, like some scam going on, and no he, way he with had, him. Yeah, he like had, a scam, scam. Yeah, he had to resign. Like with so. the player? No. Oh no, but oh, that okay. happened all the time. Really? Yeah. One girl I know, my. The club I was at before that, her dad ended up buying the club, and then him and another coach were sleeping with the same player. Oh. Yeah, and they Damn. were both married, and the player was on, like, his oldest daughter's team. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was crazy. Damn, scandals. Yeah, I know. 
That's that's Vegas though, baby. That's Vegas, baby. <laughs> it's showbiz, baby. That's just showbiz, showbiz baby. baby. That's just awful. Is yeah, what it yeah, is. it's terrible. Gross, yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, but dang. Yeah, so that coach had to pick us up, and yeah, he didn't care. Really? Yeah, but I mean, he was right. In college, I I pretty much only played at center back. I rarely stepped into the midfield. Did you but, love it? Yeah, I loved it in the back. It was back, fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was midfield. Yeah, that's where the business is. Oh yeah, I yeah. love it. Yeah, the plays. Yeah, but the thing is, um, if you don't have good endurance, then you're screwed. You're yeah, it's nonstop running. And that's the only yeah. position that's nonstop. Yeah. You're just back and forth. And I chose that, and without knowing <laughs> that, <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I just wanted the action, you know. And yeah. I, my brother was uh, forward. Mm. He was just like anywhere in in the front, and mm-hmm. I'd always give him balls. But then I would always have to, you know. <sighs> come back and help and i'm like this is hell yeah i was pretty lazy in the midfield i never wanted to get back yeah but yeah center back super fun you recruited for d1 Mm -hmm. because out of club Mm -hmm. yeah we um played in the ecnl so it's the elite clubs national league and we would travel like all over the country and play with the best of the best and oh my god it was like a feeding ground you just play and there's coaches lined up seeing how much they're going to pay you for to come to their school do you ever get approached pay you yeah like yeah. pay you under the table pay you no i'm saying like how much like you're gonna buy you? how, how much how much am i gonna offer you to come to my school you get full ride or what yeah i got a full ride hey yeah. look at you yeah. you're like and hey, nothing <laughs> he's like yeah i got a full ride like it's not even a big deal <laughs> what do you think <laughs> no. no 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 i'm super lucky uh i mean it doesn't happen for a lot of people but yeah, yeah. did you choose your school based on soccer <sighs> So I originally committed to a school in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what a different life that. Yeah, would have been, yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. It was uh, Damn. not for me. Louisiana, huh? I went down there for. I mean, me and Thomas had like similar situations. He committed to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. He st- stuck it out, stayed the full year. Winter, I got out. I <laughs> could not no, do it you. anymore. Yeah. I was not going to do it. How long did you stay there? I was. They made me go early. I graduated high school like the last week of may and i had to be out there the first week of july um Mm -hmm. and i was there from july to december uh but so like a semester almost yeah i did a i did a summer and then a fall but i I made the wrong choice when i committed i was like really bitter towards my parents and i wanted to get far away from them so i just like wasn't thinking clear and I don't know. I got kind of, my parents are very hands off with me. Mm -hmm. I'm the last child. Mm -hmm. So instead of like spoiling me, they kind of just, I did my own thing. Like I handled my own. Mm -hmm. Um, They sent me down there for my visit and the coaches didn't let me meet any of the girls. Mm. They, yeah, they pretty much hid everything from me. Um, The coaches? mm -hmm, Weird. My teammates had gone, a couple of my club teammates had gone down there before me. And I didn't get to talk to them before I went. And so when I got after, I don't know, I feel like the coaches really took advantage of me. Um, I walked downstairs to my hotel and they sat me down on the couch and were like, so what is it going to be? I had landed like two hours before. Uh I like hadn't seen anything. They're like, what is it? What are you going to do? Are you going to commit or what? Like they offered me a full ride too. So I was just like, is this going to be it? Like, 
am I going to get anything else? I'm, I I was like scared out of my mind. You yeah. by yourself? Yeah, I was by myself. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Yeah. So I was 17 crap. years old by myself. Oh my gosh. These two coaches are just sitting down with me like, what are you going to do? Wow. And I'm like, shit, what am I going to do? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like I haven't even, I literally landed like two hours before and I'm like, well, I guess I'm, I guess I'm going to commit here. And so, yeah, they didn't let me meet any of the girls after, um, only walked me to the nice parts of campus. I got home after I committed and my teammates were like, yeah, we're not going to commit there. And I was like, wait, why? Oh, my birth control. Oops. <laughs> Don't want another uh, TK. He's <laughs> 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 like, hold up. This is priority. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you put this thing on pause? Yeah, I, know, I forgot it at home, and on the drive over, I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to miss it, and Thomas is going to text me. He has the alarm set on his phone, too. <laughs> like, we both got Damn. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many jokes. Uh, yeah, a lot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I got home, and my club teammates were like, yeah, no, we're not going there. Did you talk to any of the girls? And yeah. I was like, no. They didn't let me meet any of them. Oh, my gosh. And... But, like, you probably in that moment were just young and not was, thinking about yeah, it. Like, look, now looking back, you're like, how would I have yeah. said yes not being allowed to meet, like, the yeah. team? Yeah. So when you say that, um, that you weren't able to meet the girls, what does that mean? That you you, you didn't have the opportunity to befriend them? Or, no, so I don't they were on campus. Uh-huh. I went during the school year, and so they were all there. Mm-hmm. But the coaches never – so usually, like, when you go on a visit – Mm-hmm. Um, they'll meet you to bring. I mean, they'll. Did I introduce I you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. They'll yeah. introduce you. You'll yeah. get to go yeah, like, like hang out the with team. them. Yeah, like a couple of them. Like they'll ask a couple. Like, hey, can you take her around? Blah, mm-hmm. blah, it's blah. like the the team helps recruit you. Yeah. Like the team. It's part is, of the experience. They yeah. want you to. Okay, and the fact that they didn't let you meet them says what? I'm. I'm that they're just they're hiding something. I okay. mean, now looking back, I'm like, obviously, like how dumb could I be? Yeah. But then. I just didn't think. Yeah, but you're 17, and there's yeah. no one there what who's the, like yeah. outside looking in. It's yeah. a lot of pressure for you to even decide. Was there no team or what? They were all there. Yeah. And they were all like hanging out. I found out after when I got to the school that they were all just like hanging out in the locker room. But the coaches never took me into the locker room to meet any of them. So you got back. The mm-hmm. girls on your club team were like, "That ain't it." Yeah, they met because the they girls. had met the team, mm-hmm. and they told them, "Don't do it." Because they here. didn't like the coaches, or what was it? Yeah, the coaches, both coaches have actually been fired now. And the school is just, I mean, it wasn't good soccer-wise. Um, it's in a really small part of Louisiana. So coming from a big city, it's like a hard adjustment. Sure. I wouldn't have fit in there. I wouldn't have liked it. I didn't. What school was it? University of Louisiana okay. at Lafayette. Um, and, yeah, they the girls told them, don't do it. Like, I'm from California. I'm from Arizona. I hate it. I'm only here because they gave me money. And, um, I mean, it sucked because I got offered other places, but mm-hmm. I just, like, they, they, like, trapped me. I was oh, just a kid. Oh, do you think that it, had you met the rest of the girls on the team, they would have told you that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. That's I what she's saying to, is she okay, didn't get okay. to meet yeah. the team. Now and I understand. So, yeah, now they, they would have okay. told me. Because they were also probably from around the same area, mm-hmm. and they're like, don't do this. Yeah, there's a lot of California mm-hmm. girls down there, but they stayed there because of the money okay yeah okay. but to oh, me yeah full rides a full ride yeah. yeah and most of them weren't even getting fools i was one of the only fools that got offered there oh my gosh but to me even when i transferred i'm like there's no way i'll get money somewhere else like i'm not yeah. doing it i'm not yeah. doing it but yeah i didn't get to meet any of them and then i ended up transferring to unlv 
you wanted to go home? Was no, it, what that was, was it? That was the other thing. So you're supposed Thomas did it the right way, kind of. You're supposed to ask your coaches for a release. So they can technically say, I'm not gonna release you, you're not gonna go play anywhere else. You can mm-hmm. leave the school but you're not gonna play. I was like crying that I was homesick. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, that my parents couldn't come watch me play. I didn't like it. And so I was the first one to go. Most of the freshman class ended up leaving the school. No way. Yeah. And so me and my roommate, she ended up going to Michigan State and playing there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went first. They believed mine, let me go. And then they did, almost didn't let her go because she said the same thing. And they're like, no. Oh, you were the first one. Yeah, I feel yeah. Like following that trend <laughs> yeah. makes it. You guys, they, they caught her, but... I'm almost positive they didn't give her her release and she had to like appeal for it. But yeah, they let me go. And then, yeah, I transferred home to UNLV. I just didn't have time to go looking elsewhere. Yeah. To like be recruited essentially, or like to go talk to coaches and kind of send them tapes and stuff like that. How does that process work? So yeah, it's pretty much like getting recruited all over again. You have to do the same things. And at that point I'm already a freshman college coaches probably want new players, not a transfer. So it's harder there's but baggage, I feel like, with a transfer. You don't know is. the context yeah. of that. You don't know if they yeah. were just, like, being flaky mm-hmm. or, like, they don't know your story. Maybe mm-hmm. you got homesick and now they're like, why am I going to bring you here? All of a sudden, you're yeah. going to get here and want to go home. And are you just a high school player? Did you excel in high school and you failed at college? Are you really not as good as you looked? Yeah, so it's, that's interesting. it's a lot tougher. And um, actually, the UNLV, he was the Penn State coach, ended up going to UNLV. That's where he saw me play in club, but then ended up going to North Carolina. So he recruited me to go there. Was gonna give me everything, but it was super far. Didn't want it. Yeah. Um, UMass uh, offered me too. Didn't want to go too far. Um, and then I was looking at Bakersfield, but gross. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? I went. I went up there. But you. My my club teammate was up there, and she's like my best friend. She was in the wedding. Yeah. Um, Haley with like the curly hair, blonde Haley. She's little. She walked with Jeremy. I don't know. It was so that day was it, so quick. If you saw, yeah, if you saw, I know. I yeah. would recognize if I saw, but yeah. that was such a quick day for yeah. me because I wish I I was bummed I wasn't a part of like the dress or the dress rehearsal or not dress rehearsal the, the rehearsal wedding dinner. rehearsal dinner yeah the rehearsal before I feel like you get mm-hmm. to know the, the yeah. party a lot yeah. better for me I literally feel like I showed up and like walked and yeah. then it was like glad I could be here to support <laughs> <laughs> yeah but she was at Bakersfield so yeah. I was like it'll be okay I'm with Haley I'll yeah. be fine but then when I went home. I got scared again. Like, am I going to hate it again and have to transfer? Because yeah, after, dramatic a little bit. After two transfers, well, it's like, if I'm miserable, I'm going to be stuck there for three years, and then I'm going to hate it. Yeah. Or I could just go home where at least all my friends are, my family's there, and I'll be all right. Mm-hmm. So I just ended up going home, and I played at UNLV. But Good yeah. experience, though, once you were there and playing? No, no. hated okay. it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> hated it. Why, why'd you hate it? Um, coming in mid-season was tough because... I mean, the team had already, yeah, they had already established everything. Um, I was a freshman, so I was young, but yeah, I did not mesh well with the girls. They did not like me. It was just not, not a time. Goodness. How long did you play there? I was there my last two years. Oh my gosh. That's a lot of playing. Yeah. And that's, what's hard because not saying that it's not like that at all levels, but division one, like that's your life. Mm -hmm. You're eating sleeping breathing yeah that's it your soccer Soccer, and so i was always around the girls and never got better 
and Dang. yeah it just not a good clip i feel like i sense about you though like as a person that like you have a great sense of like grit i just yeah and i think i think the way my personality is is hard for people to accept and like want to be around how would you describe your personality? i mean like you said i just don't i don't take people's shit and i've always been that way yeah. and it's especially girls that's not how they want you to be they want you to be like oh i love you you're so sweet you're so beautiful <laughs> yeah, becky yeah. and i'm just not that's yeah, not me no you're not that's, right. not that's not me i just can't do that yeah but i for sure do you feel like you're you have a like a pretty strong like emotional and like mental toughness yes yeah. yeah and so when i got there i right away like first practice i could tell they hated me I could literally hear them talking about me. They're no like way. standing right next to me, and I'm just like, whatever. What was it? Why do you think? They picked apart everything. The way my shorts were. Apparently, I had some bullshit. Yeah, literally, they would really? pick me apart for anything. Really? Yeah, yeah. And so it's just appearances then. At this it, point, they don't even I mean, know you. It's just yeah. It's just gr how girls are, and so I knew that. So I was just like, okay, whatever. Dang. Like I'm fine. And then, like the season went on, and it didn't stop, and like. I, at the time, was not close with my parents, so mm -hmm. it was like I was going from one horrible situation, then I got to go back to soccer, where it's like the same thing all over mm -hmm. again, mm -hmm. and so it was just a bad combo. Mm -hmm. I was just not having a good time, and <coughs> I don't think I made the most of my college career because of it, mm. and so, like, starting back to the Louisiana thing, that just really set the tone for my career, yeah. and... I mean, I, I think about it every day. Really? That was like the biggest mistake in my life. Yeah. Going to Louisiana. Yeah. Dang. That just it literally well, set that's the such tone. a like sucky situation though. The way you were in, almost intimidated to go there. Yeah. In a way that those like coaches didn't really care about you as a person. No, mm -hmm. they like pressured you. Into and that it shows sure. how like much of an influence bad leaders can have on young people in yeah. that sort of situation. Yeah. Yeah. It, it almost sounds like they prey on people like that just no, don't have do. experience yeah and new players and and you're young and you're trying to figure it out so you have this innocence about you and then someone that's like trying to just meet their own goals i guess can take advantage of that and be yeah. like yeah you should come here totally yeah. yeah so they almost like convince and prey on you a little bit yeah and i think for them definitely hearing that my parents weren't coming they thought like oh i'm hitting the jackpot right now like i'm gonna get her we're gonna do this they mm -hmm. were literally like oh yeah they were waiting downstairs and they let me go upstairs into my room drop off my stuff and when i came down they were sitting and they both stood up and walked towards me and were like what is it yeah what are you gonna do yeah. Like, yeah, because there's no one there yeah. to be like, we're going to, like, yeah. there's no adult there that's made hard choices that's had to step back and mm -hmm. give it time to Jeez. think about that. Like, as a young adult like that, mm -hmm. that's not, yeah, that's not a really, like, stable position to be in to be able to have that yeah. confidence to tell them to back off a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that was mm -hmm. the first time that happened to me. I'd gone on visits by myself, and mm -hmm. that was the first time it happened to me. Dang. But, what was going on with you and your parents at that time, if you don't mind me asking? I just, mm so my dad remarried when I was eight mm -hmm. and my mom has been gone like majority of my life. She left when I was young. So I think growing up, I kind of resented the fact that my dad, I mean, I was happy for him, but I was upset that I didn't have my mom. Mm -hmm. He had moved on with his family and she had kids and it was just hard for me to like want to be around them. And I mean, both of them, we just, we butted heads. And so 
um, I was just like a really angry kid. I just didn't want anything to do with it. So like, mm. especially when I was being recruited was probably when it was at its worst. And so I just wanted out of there. Like I would have taken anything yeah. to get away from them. But at the mm. same time, like I needed them Yeah. and like they weren't there. So yeah. I mean, yeah, I just, we didn't get along then and we didn't get along till I was like 20. Wow. So yeah. It took a while. Dang. What was that transition? Like, why did it happen that you all of a sudden at 20 were closer? Um, so it was when I was at UNLV. And like I said, it was like things were bad at home and things were bad at soccer. So mentally, I was just like torn apart. Mm. You're I just can, being pulled apart. Yeah. I was just like, I was being eaten alive. Like, yeah. I would go to soccer. It was horrible. And then I would go home. Horrible. Yeah. And so... I like started doing bad in school and that's when I was like I got to get some help I got to do something so I went to therapy and um yeah she just like I went to therapy in high school too but this therapist just like really helped me out a lot um Mm -hmm. I finally clicked with her I went through tons in high school and I could not find one that I liked but I liked her and she kind of just like made me open my eyes and just accept the fact that that's the way things are yeah. and I need to either let go or it's going to keep eating at me and I'm mm. going to keep being that bitter child that I was. Yeah. And so I just accepted it and my parents have like me and my parents have the greatest relationship now. Really? Yeah. Wow. We're like my stepmom's like that's my mom. I wouldn't like my real mom not my mom. Mm. My stepmom is my mom. Mm. But mm. yeah. If wow. it wasn't for that it would probably be the same way. Wow. Yeah. So you came to a point in your life where you you realized that you needed some help and you actually actively looked for a therapist Mm -hmm. by yourself? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dang, that's some serious self-reflection right there. Yeah. I knew I was just like going down the drain. I was not performing well and soccer was all I had. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I was the last child, so I was like kind of, I mean, in a nice way, I was the forgotten kid. Mm -hmm. I think at that point they were just kind of over it. There's five of us. Tired so, or whatever, yeah. 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 They went so, through four kids already. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, soccer was all I had, and that was, like, the one thing I looked forward to. And when I recognized that that wasn't going well, I was like, wow, I'm in, like, a bad place. Yeah, your world was, like, kind of falling apart. Yeah, yeah, and I could, like, see it. Mm-hmm. It was like It was like there's two of me. Like, I can see that I am just deteriorating right now. Oh, dang. And it was like, are you going to fail school, or are you going to – go get help and get it together and so luckily I got it together but I mean it took a long time like I was in a bad place what was it that like sparked that second version of yourself to ask those questions I feel like for young people that doesn't always come naturally to just all of a sudden recognize that like I'm headed down a really like rough slope right now yeah so going back to my mom thing Mm -hmm. uh that like tore me apart for years that was just like why from a young age huh? yeah you said at eight years old that's i have when... i have no idea i have if you asked me a timeline of my life with my dad and my stepmom i could lay out everything for you if mm-hmm. you ask for anything from my life with my mom i have no clue mm-hmm. i have no idea so it's just you were super young then yeah, yeah. i have no idea when she left oh i know she like bounced in and out but i have no idea um may i ask why she left so because i was young they never really told me but I think, I feel like a po- go. I wanted to go back to that, but I feel like that's almost worse. 
what her being leaving. young no being young and then being like oh like we're not gonna tell him it's like you it almost eats you up no, more it, it, that's why I, and I, it creates more of a distance yeah. between people and it breaks a family relationship that's why i struggled for so long like why did she leave me like what did i do to her it could be anything yeah it could be you yeah, yeah. i know that's it, what i thought could be anything. Yeah. that's what i thought for a long time um like my brother i would give raising me like that's his credit Mm-hmm. He took care of me. Mm-hmm. Was it your brother that was in yeah. Tommy's uh, yeah. wedding party? Okay. Yeah. 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 Seemed like a great so dude. It was him. Um, but I forgot where we were going with that. Uh, I'm asked, sorry. Uh, I, cut, I cut you no, off a little bit fine. because I think that that's you're huge fine. though because oh, I, I can relate to that a lot when it's like my yeah. parents split and it was just like, oh, like I just don't want to, uh, like it was just, I was never yeah. told a lot of things about yeah. it. Left in the dark. And that created like just like this separation and this distance between relationships for me because I'm one who connects through like transparency and Mm -hmm. honesty and like I there's a level of like maybe sheltering a child from some of that you don't get to get into like some Mm -hmm. graphic details but like oh they're too young is probably the worst thing to say and the worst way to handle a situation for a young person because then you're just leaving it up to them to decide what it is rather than like giving them any sort of guidance through that i think at least say something you don't have to if it's something gnarly um in any circumstance you do want to protect the kid because they have a certain innocence about them Mm -hmm. exactly so you don't want to drop a bomb on them but also that doesn't give you an excuse to hide it completely Mm -hmm. you know yeah Yeah. nobody told me anything um Mm -hmm. until i was older Mm mm-hmm I was probably 18 when I asked my brother, like, what really happened. Yeah. Because I have no idea. I remember the first time that she told me that she was leaving, we were living at my grandma's house. Like, me and my brother, who's, he's, like, a bigger dude. And my mom, like, she lost everything. She went down that hole, lost it all. Like, we were all sleeping in the same bed when we lived with my grandma. And I remember she sat us in the living room and was like i'm leaving and that's like the last memory i have of her i remember looking at her through the glass in the back she's like in the backyard and i was looking at her in mm-hmm. the house and i was just like crying my eyes out mm-hmm. and she like wouldn't even look at me and she left i don't remember when she came back i don't remember any of it but when i was like 18 i asked my brother and um i think she had like a boyfriend that she wanted to move for and he ended up like having another family so she moved out there with him and he was like already married and i think they had like gotten in a fight in the parking lot or something and the cops were called and Mm. they broke up but she never came home Mm. i don't remember the next time that she came home or anything whoa but yeah i i don't really know anything i still don't at this point i just i don't really care to ask i mean she's not around so there's no point in me going back and dwelling on all of that because it'll just upset me so what's the point i mean yeah. oh i think that's what you asked so how i knew that i was going down that hole mm-hmm. because when i was like 15 or something i she still wasn't around but it like started to really get to me because i started high school and like all, all my teammates at all their games their moms were there mm. and so I was always around people's moms. And for the longest time, being around people's families made me super uncomfortable because mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was. I It just, ugh, it, like, made me sick. Yeah. And so... Were you, um, like, disgusted in that sense? Like, sick? Like, sick, it just made me feel, like, like ashamed. Like, why, okay. why don't I have that? Okay. And so 
um, from like 16 to 18, I was like super depressed. Mm. Like I felt no emotion, never smiled, was never mad. I was nothing. So my parents like sent me to therapy and that's what I was talking about. I like ran through therapists like crazy. I didn't click with anybody. And so, um, I think it was like my last therapist and I was like so tired of it. Like, why can't anybody help me? Why, why do I always feel this way? Mm-hmm. And so I just like figured it out myself. I can tell, I could tell when things were going to be bad or when I was feeling a certain way or I would avoid certain things that are going to trigger me. Um, and it went away for a while, but when I came back home to UNLV, it happened again and I knew, I knew mm-hmm. what was wrong. So I just did it myself that time. Yeah. Went, went back to therapy mm-hmm. for sure. Dang. Wow. That's amazing. I think that that shows a lot of resilience and, and, uh, just an understanding of who you are and, you know, it's not like one of the best circumstances, but it's like, you still were able to really realize yeah. like, Hey, I'm not doing good right now mm-hmm. and I need help. Yeah. It says a lot about someone. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can tell most of the time. I mean, it's still, she still triggers me. Uh, like the wedding day, she, your, your mom or your stepmom? My, my mom. Yeah, okay. she She was there. Yeah. Barely. Um she was mad at me for something. But <laughs> yeah, on your wedding day, like it's, she, it's like we got to do this right now? Yeah, she didn't say one word to me. Mm. I don't know when she left, but mm. I remember in my bridal suite, she like texted me and said, "I think I should just turn around right now." And I just cried because like <laughs> my wedding day like you can't show up for one of my events like you can't be there for me mm-hmm. and that was the, like I decided I remember after I stopped crying that was the last time she was ever gonna hurt my feelings wow like I have no plans to talk to her ever wow. again wow I lived that long without her I'm fine yeah I did well for myself yeah. I don't I don't need it dang and uh, a lot of people always I guess I gotta get mad at me for that for being that way towards her but in my mind, the way I see it is you had two kids, you had a choice. You can either stay yeah. when things are hard and fix it and keep your family together or you can run and you chose to run. So yeah. that's where I'm going to keep you. I'm not going to try and make you close yeah. to me. I'm not going to try and fix it. You're gone and that's yeah. all you're going to be to me. Yeah. Do you think that um, I totally understand that I don't fault you for that at all. I've never experienced that personally in my life, but I could see how you could be like, look, it's just the final straw. Yeah. You know, do you, do you feel like that's a way of you kind of like, I hate to use the word surviving because it's not like you're in deep waters and you mm-hmm. need help or anything like that. But you're like, that's a, that's a way for you to just deal with it. You're like, this is how I deal with it because she'll continue to yeah. hurt me. So I need to protect myself in that sense mm-hmm. where, where Hannah needs to continue to survive. Quote unquote. Yeah. I think you're doing amazing. Thank you. You have a beautiful family. Thank you. Um, I do. But, uh, but it's like, I need to protect who I am because yeah. she's hurting me and I can't let this happen. Yeah. Yeah. So for the longest time, um, me and my brother are like polar opposites with her. He is more cause he was older. So he spent more time with her. Mm-hmm. So he's more, he wants to be around her. Mm-hmm. I think he had the more, I want you to love me feeling. And I never did. Mm-hmm. I think she doesn't like that. I don't feel like I need her. Mm-hmm. So she's always been a different way towards me. Mm. But, I yeah, I I put up with her for the longest time. And even Thomas, like, when she says rude things to me or whatever, he's like, don't even pay attention to me, like, to it. 
and it's hard because like that's your mom Mm -hmm. not supposed to talk to you like that or say those things to you but at the same time when i think back like you're not my mom so you're i'm fine to let you go yeah and yeah like you said the wedding was my last Mm -hmm. straw like that's it for me yeah I think it brings a new meaning to the word mom or, or like dad or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the circumstance may be, because you start to separate the biological from the actual yeah. responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's like my mom is someone who took care of me. And, and I don't know. I don't want to speak for you, but I would imagine you see your stepmom in that. No, light. Yeah, exactly. That's what I always say. Because I have a half brother, too. Yeah. Um, and he he sees my biological dad as his real dad. Yeah. Because his actual dad wasn't there for him he's like my dad is alfonso sabrera who stuck around and raised Mm -hmm. me since i was three yeah i always say that like Mm -hmm. my real mom is my mother but my stepmom is my mom she did Mm -hmm. everything that my mom should have done Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't dang and even when i think i remember the first the last time she came back she wanted to meet up with me and i i didn't want to i was 18 at that point and i had already gone so long without her and I was like, this is going to be awkward. I don't I don't know her anymore. Mm. And when I went to meet her for the first time, and I don't know how long it had been since I'd seen her, but I felt exactly that. I mm-hmm. don't know you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you ask me something about her, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know her. Mm-hmm. She's more like a friend mm. than she would ever be a parent to me. Dang, that's yeah. true. Dang. Do you feel like that, like going through that, made you a stronger woman as you are today? Or do you feel like it's a little bit of a chip? Like how, how have you kind of processed all that and, and used that, I mean, obviously as growth, because I see mm-hmm. you as a very strong person. Yeah, so like exactly what you just said, as time went on, I definitely grew from it. But my teen years to my early 20s, it was a chip. Yeah. I, was, mm-hmm. I struggled with it to the max. Um, but yeah after i after i graduated college and i kind of like got my life together i was like i can't this is that's mm-hmm. not who i am i don't mm-hmm. need you to make me feel that way yeah. um it's like giving them power in a yeah. weird sense where like they don't need yeah. to have that yeah that's i don't so true i don't need that from you um so i tolerated her like i said as a friend mm-hmm. I'll, for your sake i'll talk to you and be nice to you but yeah, now it's like looking back, I wouldn't change it mm-hmm. because yeah, I am who I am, and I I know in the back of my mind that if anything were to happen to me or to me and Thomas, and we're in any type of situation, like we're gonna get out, we're gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared of anything that could happen. Mm-hmm. I'll deal with it. That was kind of my next question yeah. too. Is is how is that taken in as almost like? Oh, like a like a like a war cry almost going into your own new yeah. family and your own new situation to be able to like recognize that I am not going to make the mistakes yeah. of you know my my mom dad whatever that is bringing mm-hmm. into that new situation I think that's really powerful yeah so after he was born and I'm me and my mom are black and white mm-hmm. she's one way I'm way 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 the opposite and so when he was born, little, I ca- little TK. Yeah, he's so amazing. My man is asleep him. right now in the other yeah, room. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's yeah. so cute. He's, Dude, he's, so he's cute. out. He's been asleep. Yeah. Hey, he is, needs, are you surprised? No, that he's been? he needs a nap. Yeah. He, he, yeah. 
Um, he is running errands all day. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a, he's just a he's, big, he's really adorable. busy dude. He's hey, a busy boy. There's some there's some kids like babies his age that are not cute. I know. Your <laughs> your guys' baby is so freaking Thank adorable. Thank adorable. You. He's so cute. Yeah, but um, yeah. After he was born, I definitely got scared. Like, is this the part of me that's going to be like her? Am mm. I like her? And. I think I struggled a little bit with the postpartum depression, mm-hmm. but I couldn't decide whether or not it was because I had already previously been that way. And am I just down right now? Or yeah, is it all the hormones from the baby? Whatever. Mm-hmm. But even like when I look at him, I know like I'm not her. Mm-hmm. I'd never be her. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Like you would have to absolutely kill me to yeah. m- that kid would be in someone else's hands. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. Like, there's no way yeah. I would ever let anybody raise him besides me. That's a very big truth I would imagine you had to face where you yeah. had to, because your example, I guess, would, would have been your mom. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, like, you, you have to face that truth. And you're like, okay, do I continue that? Obviously, yeah. you know you know the answer, obviously. But sometimes if you, you see an example, that's all you know sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, dang, I have to make a choice. Like, I have to mm-hmm. rise above this, you know, and, and, and it was, make a change. Yeah, it was that way growing up too because my mom alcoholic Mm. i don't drink but growing up it's like am i going to drink am i gonna be that way Mm -hmm. am i gonna follow that same path um am i gonna be as weak-minded as her what is it like what about me is like her Mm -hmm. and at some point i just had to decide like nothing i'm myself Mm. i decide how i'm gonna be i decide how i'm gonna take my life and yeah i think for the longest time, I was kind of like a lost. I was in a lost space. I didn't know what I was going to be or mm-hmm. who. Mm-hmm. But once I figured it out, I was fine. Yeah. Like like I said, I I could figure it out. Yeah. If I don't know how to do something, I'll figure it out. Yeah. But, yeah, after the baby, it was like... Because that was like the last thing that like could be like, am I going right. to be like her? Right. But, yeah, yeah I'm not. And yeah. that's fine. Awesome. I think almost like the the failures of the parents of people can be defining to them if mm-hmm. they're not like aware. And yeah. it sounds like you're a super aware person, obviously mm-hmm. because of like the circumstances that you've faced and that you've gone through. You yourself stood up in those moments and decided that like you were going to make a difference and you were not going to be defined by your circumstance, yeah. but stand out in that. Yeah. And I think that's what makes the difference between people who end up following their you know, mm-hmm. their parents' mistakes and, and defining their own life. Yeah. Because I think people who can step back and say, I don't like this about what just happened mm-hmm. to me. I don't like my setting right now. I don't like mm-hmm. what's going on. I'm going to make a difference. Yeah. Versus someone who's just like a victim of just their life and just mm-hmm. kind of yeah. goes with whatever they get hit mm-hmm. with. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if it's like, I, I've always tried to understand that um, people that come from like not the best circumstances, what is it about that person that they were able to rise above and why do other people fall under the weight of the circumstance? It's so, is it, it's is so it, one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Is it like, like, is it personality? Is it, uh, just their environment? I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know? know either. But when I look back, I can like being from Vegas, obviously everything's there. You can get into anything at any age. And I think, Honestly, if I had not played sports, I would have been a completely different person. Wow. I would have fallen into a way different path. Yeah. Do you think soccer gave you a purpose during all that? Yeah. That, like I said, that was the only thing I had. Like, that was my getaway. Mm-hmm. And 
I mean, yeah, the structure, everything, it shaped me. Mm-hmm. And even going in out of college, that's why I joined the academy. Like, I like structure. Mm-hmm. I like to be that way. And, yeah, if I, I didn't play, I think I would have been way different. I just would have been a different person. Yeah, yeah I feel that. Have you, like, defined your life now and your schedule and, like, recognized that since you like structure that – because I think post-college, post-sports, mm-hmm. like, kind of in your own life and you get to set the tone, have you tried to find ways to thrive in that environment by developing structure in your life? I like to think I have, but moving out here and mm-hmm. when I was pregnant kind of, like, threw a wrench and everything, mm-hmm. I was just – moving out here was, like, really tough for mm-hmm. me. <clears throat> I think mainly – because I was pregnant, <laughs> obviously all mm-hmm. the hormones, like I felt a different way, but now I feel better and like I do have a structure. I have pretty much the same schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I know like how my life is, where I want it to go, mm-hmm. how we're going to get there. And I don't worry about, is this going to happen? Are we going to fail here? Yeah. Because we'll get out of it. It'll yeah. be fine. figure it out yeah right on yeah Yeah, it's like this resilience that you've just accumulated you're like we'll figure it out like maybe you might even compare it to like something worse you've been in you're like well i mean i've been in bad situations but you know what like (laughs) this ain't gonna take us out yeah yeah i think about that all the time like i've been in way worse yeah i the life i lived with her my kid will never even have a taste of that it almost serves a purpose yeah which is a trip right yeah because it's like you wouldn't choose to go through something shitty Mm -hmm. for lack of a better way to describe it but it's like now that you came out of that Mm -hmm. you gained something from it and you're like yeah that was a shitty situation but i have ironically these gems of knowledge Mm -hmm. taking that forward it's like i could use this now but that's the decision of the victim Mm -hmm. true That is the decision and that is that awareness of like, am I just going to like, do I have enough mental strength to step up in my circumstance and and use that or am I going to be the victim of my circumstance? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough choice and it's easy to fall in the, I'm just going to go in the pattern. That's what I know. It's easy. I'll just be that way. But do you think they know that though? Like, do you think they know they're just like, oh, I'm going to, I think it's just this lack of like yeah. self-awareness. Like mm-hmm. at, like they just haven't turned on to recognize that they're not happy Yeah. and that they can change it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think that's what it is. They just haven't turned on. I don't know. I don't right. know or at some point they probably never figure it out. That just might be them and that's it for them. Yeah. But it's kind of sad, honestly. Yeah. Like some people never just change, mm-hmm. you know? like stoop kid never left a stoop yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean it's true you know what I mean I mean it also just comes bad I mean down to how bad do you want it do yeah. you want different or do you want the same life you had yeah. I'm still very intrigued by the fact though like that there was not like a like a moment or something within you or like some like uh, like someone that you looked to that was like an example or anything like that that and it's really impressive to me honestly that you were able to just recognize on your own as an independent that like I don't like I'm not happy with this right yeah, now. Yeah, I think just for so long I didn't have anybody. So I told someone this other day. I'm just super comfortable with myself. Hmm. I spent from a, a young of, age. Yeah, I spent a lot of time with myself. So mm-hmm. I know when I feel a certain way or when I want to do something, and mm. I got to figure it out. But I. Like in college when it was super bad, yeah, I didn't have anyone, but I knew I had me and me is good enough to get where I want to go. So either like, let's get with it or 
<laughs> we're gonna fall apart right now so i think some people take that too that like it's just me like who cares into a way where it's like well it's just me who cares so i'm mm-hmm. gonna do whatever i want to do and and like tank yeah almost and kind of go the opposite way yeah which i think is cool that you decided that you that wasn't gonna you were gonna be you and just be you but take that in in a positive light yeah Mm -hmm. i think it's just most times easier for people to fall than it is to we're gonna keep going Mm -hmm. like we're gonna get through it it's just easier like i'll just let go oh yeah totally that's why people let go yeah i'll just let it happen yeah 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 and they just give into it and then that's just their life yeah yeah. Do you think these experiences that you've had are going to make you a better mom? Yes, a thousand percent. I I feel like I'm more excited. Obviously, new parents are always excited about things, but I'm like so excited yeah. for him to grow up. I, I always text Thomas like every day that he changes every day. Like every day I come home, he's doing something different. It yeah. makes me sad, but I cannot wait for like every milestone that he's going to hit. It's so exciting. Yeah. I just like I. I'm excited that he's going to have two parents and we're both yeah. going to be there. And like every birthday, it won't be a phone call. It'll be here. We're having a party. Wow. Like I. That's special. Yeah. Very special. Yeah. yeah. And I've, I've never loved holidays. And now I like, I can't wait. I yeah. can't wait to see him on Christmas. I can't wait to see him on Halloween. I just like, I mean, I love so it. I don't adorable. know. Yeah. Amazing. I, <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like he, you're going to make sure he knows you guys. Yeah. As parents. Yeah. I don't want him to ever question do they love me? Mm-hmm. Do they want me? Because that for me was so horrible. Like, why do, Like, why doesn't she want me? Why mm-hmm. Why doesn't she call me? Why doesn't she think about yeah. me? And I just, I know he's never going to feel that. He'll yeah. never know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a trip is some of the um, amazing people in my life. I never, when I was growing up, thought twice on why they were like that. Like, my aunt is an angel. <laughs> She's like an angel incarnate. Just straight up. You mm-hmm. know? But I never thought twice. I'm like, why is she like that? And I'm like, as a kid, I'm like, she's just nice. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. She just <laughs> But she went through a hard life and probably yeah. experienced the opposite. Yeah. You know? And and isn't that a trip? It's like little TK is going to grow up and it's like at some point he is going to know about your life growing mm-hmm. up and whatnot. That's only natural. But yeah. he's going to know a mom that's just so full of love and a dad that's so full of love. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's, I, I don't know. I was just thinking about that and elaborating it about it. And I was like, man, it's a trip. It's like you just accept the love and you're like, my parents are just amazing. Mm-hmm. It's like your parents went through some stuff. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. To get to this point, you know? And it's like it wasn't easy, but yeah, it was so worth it. And that's super important. I've been saying that since he was born. I want him surrounded by, like, nothing but people that love him because he deserves it. Yeah. I mean, he deserves to know that he's loved and be surrounded by that. And, yeah, like I said, I never want him to feel yeah. that way that yeah. he's not or that he's not wanted because he is. And he's yeah. great. And he's so he's cute. Amazing. And, yeah, I love him. I wanted him. to meet him. Uh, <laughs> I pulled up. I pulled up and Hannah was getting him out of the car. I was like, oh, my God, where's he at? And then I saw he was covering. I'm like, damn. No, you like wake him up. You just like shake him. Yeah, we'll wake him up. We'll make, we'll make him. <laughs> oh yeah, he's good to be woken up. Yeah, it's been an hour. He's good. Dang, yeah. you're on yeah. the time too, huh? Yeah, I don't know. He well, can't... because if he sleeps too long during yeah. the day, then he'll be. You won't be sleeping tonight. Yeah, me, me and Thomas got mad at each other last night because for some reason he's the complete opposite. Like when you give babies a bath, it's supposed to make them tired. Mm-hmm. Not him. Really? He like gets a bath and he's hyped. Ready to go. Wow. Yeah, wow. he is just stoked. 
You guys are going to be soccer players. You got a water polo player on your hand over there. He loves that water. You guys are going to put him in soccer, huh? Oh, that's like the dumbest question I could have asked. I can't wait to see him. Me too. When I start having kids, I'm going to be like their first gift. I'm like, here you go. Roll a soccer ball. He has like three soccer balls already. Yeah. Wasn't he dressed in like a Manchester United onesie or something like that? That was so adorable. Yep. He has one of those. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's exciting. It's crazy to think that we made that yeah. little person yeah yeah you guys are both the freaking elite soccer players too so obviously he's got the dna for it i yeah. know but then i always think like you see athletes and their parents played a different sport they never played like oh two great tennis players but their son plays hockey oh, i mean he could like, be yeah. i know in band playing the tuba yeah. or something like, well, how do you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what went wrong here <laughs> i'm just wondering like if it's not soccer like what's it gonna be but i mean yeah. whatever he does i just hope he does it well definitely yeah, yeah. so and i know you, you guys are gonna be right there cheering him mm-hmm. on that's amazing mm-hmm. but you'll cheer him on more if it's soccer oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my little brother my little brother we all play soccer yeah and like kind of like die hard like soccer like mm-hmm. let's go you yeah. know um and aggressive on the field too mm-hmm. and then my little brother was like uh i want to play lacrosse and i'm like uh, <laughs> you know there's contact in yeah. there. <laughs> i was like uh, that would actually be more contact yeah you should do that <laughs> yeah when i think about other sports i think it'd be cool if you played hockey that would be right? so cool be yeah sick. not a fan of basketball i just right. i don't know i think it's boring yeah well fair enough yeah sure some games are boring i guess yeah sure because they score more points. I don't know. I just something about basketball I just don't it, like. It's kind of I feel like it's, huh? Yeah, it's I say like, I feel uh, the same uh, way about baseball. It's just baseball is baseball is very, very boring. Yeah. baseball is boring. But I, I think so. basketball has a very similar spacing and mindset to soccer. But it's a court game mm-hmm. and it's smaller and it's smaller. faster paced. Yeah. Faster paced for sure. Yeah. But I think it's literally because I the minute I went out and I even tried to play soccer, I just I knew where to be. I didn't have the fundamentals, but yeah. I knew the spacing. I knew how to cut. I knew how to angle it because mm-hmm. basketball is always my sport growing up. Yeah. I love soccer. When was the last time you played, Hannah? <laughs> I saw you guys got cleats. Yeah, Are you gonna I saw join you guys like, got some nice cleats yeah. too. I was like, we're Damn. supposed to play Friday nights, but Thomas has games, so we can never uh, make it. But yeah, I messaged him about that. I'm like, you're playing right now. He's yeah. like, yeah, join. I'm like, Damn you it. should. Yeah, I know. When we actually play. But you know what? Like, I know I'm a soccer player, but I always hated running. Only because my endurance was terrible. That's probably why. Of course, you're going to hate running. Bro, I, I will run a... with you every day. I know you will. And we will get your endurance I am not up. in the yeah. fitness mindset area of my life right After now. After college, like, I struggled with working out because, like, I need that structure. I need to be told what to do you and to, when like to do it. Yeah. yeah, and when mandatory. I went to the gym, I was like, oh. God, how do people like, do this? This, this is sucks. horrible. Yeah, without being told, like, all right, now we're yeah. gonna do. Yeah, you're like, let's do it as a team. Then let's yeah. do it. You know, I'm lost. I feel you on that. Yeah, a lot. yeah. that's why I started doing CrossFit. But even some of that, I'm like, this is stupid. I don't want to lift this kettlebell 80 times. Yeah. Doesn't sound fun to me. No, but <laughs> gotta do something. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, last time I played was when it was like a year ago. This okay. month, I was playing with Thomas's boys. I would go to practice and, like, play with them. But I started getting sick because I was pregnant. Mm. So I stopped playing. Mm. And then, obviously, I was pregnant for the last yeah. year. Oh, so. that's why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. So, yeah, that was, like, the last time I played. But, Dang. yeah, I'm excited. That's right. To play again. Wow. It'll be fun. Yeah. I got to see Thomas on the court. On the court. On the field. <laughs> I'm done. Anyways, that's cool. Thomas is very good at soccer. Yeah. yeah. I've never played against him. I always uh, question people's 
skills when they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I mean, I think good players don't brag. I've no. never heard Thomas, Man, Tommy. Yeah. I've we, never heard him brag. We ever. always talk about that. You can tell. Yeah, never. Heard how him. good people are yeah. because if they just come out and say, "Oh, I did this, this, and this," no, you yeah. probably didn't. No, but no, you sure, probably I'll, wanted to do. Yeah, that. I'll <laughs> yeah. listen, but yeah. we know you're lying. My favorite thing but, is to like juggle. Oh, I, I love yeah. to juggle. I could do it for hours. Yeah, yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah, hours. I love it. Yeah. Same. <laughs> we did indoor not too long ago god it's so fun oh yeah i saw you guys were doing that indoor was fun i had a good time yeah. i just i was getting better after doing it for like three or four weeks i i, I can be in the right place like i said yeah. i have the mind for it i'm there i just can't like capitalize on the moments that i wanted to indoor is tough indoor is fast a lot pace. yeah it's a lot quicker yeah it's but i liked it because i can yeah. out i could run mm-hmm. i could run run yeah. run 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 and not be tired the small space is tough too. A lot of lot of bodies. But you know what I love? Like banking off the walls. Like yeah. Isn't that yeah. fun? It's like a mix it. of hockey Hell and soccer. Yeah, 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 I love that. It's very like street ball ass. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I just bust out all the moves because it's not like you have cleats. Yeah. To, like with cleats, you have less grip on the ball, mm-hmm. of course, right? Mm-hmm. So I have like shoes on mm-hmm. that have rubber on the bottom, like yeah. straight up. You know? <laughs> so I just like butterfly over people, yeah. you know, put nutmeg them. Like it, it's so fun. I know. It's yeah. fun. Damn, dude, soccer. I love it. I, love dude, soccer. I feel like we always end up talking about soccer. We've had a lot of soccer players on this podcast. Not in a bad way. I'm just saying, like, it's it's come up quite a bit. Yeah. Biggest sport. It is. World sport. In the world, yeah. yeah. Hannah. Good time. Good times. Thanks for coming over, Hannah. Thanks yeah. for talking. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you have an amazing story. Thank you. Yeah. That was cool. I honestly didn't know anything about this, like, depth of your life. Nobody does, know. actually. Well, now, now everybody now knows. my mom does because she's yeah. the only one who listens to this yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah. My mom and Tommy. Yeah, <laughs> Tommy's like our yeah. Tommy's on it. I love I, it. Tommy and Annie, dude. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, I've actually never told anybody. Nobody knows besides my brother the extent of my life. Mm. I've never told a single yeah. person. Like not even. Do you my feel name. good sharing that then? You're like, no, she's please like, delete no. this. No, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do because I. When I listened to that last girl that you had on, mm-hmm. when she was talking about her, I think her parents were alcoholics, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I feel that. I've been there. Yeah. So I think it's good to, like, hear. And a lot of people are ashamed of, like, the mental aspect of life. Like, mm-hmm. you were depressed or you felt this way. Nobody wants to talk about their emotions. But I think it's good for people to hear yeah. because it's more common than we think. Yeah. And nobody ever talks about it. So, I mean, if I share my story i don't know there's someone who could be yeah exactly i feel with that so yeah. Yeah. i mean and even if it never leaves this room like yeah. i feel encouraged by it like yeah. i relate to a lot of different things that you relate to as far as setting a, a different tone for your life than what the life has been provided for you not mm-hmm. that my life was bad or anything like that but there are certain things where i'm like i'm taking what i have experienced and what i know and moving forward with that yeah and even if you can't relate directly to your experience there's strength in in stepping up and changing your life despite your circumstances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think you're an incredible example of that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Same. I agree. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, again, thank you for coming over, Hannah. Yeah, thanks for having oh, me. Oh, Tommy, Tommy wanted me to say, he like wanted me to say this, but I'm, I'm going to say it and kind of, he wanted me to literally read like he had asked you a question for our guest. Okay. And he said, tell your guest that, like, I'm so, so in love with her and that. And then he said, like, he wanted me to say, like, that I'm like, oh, and I can't read the rest because of what he said because he wanted it to be inappropriate. Of course he did. Uh, of course he did. And like. So I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put him on blast instead. He's that he literally me. told me, he told me 
to say that I can't read the rest. He didn't even write the yeah, rest. Yeah, I know. So I'm not, I'm not saying it that I, I can't read it. He didn't write it. Guarantee And it. told me to say that I can't read it. Yeah. Because oh, as if he wrote something. As if he wrote something uh, naughty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go home and he's going to crack up about it for about 20 minutes. Thinking he's so funny. <laughs> really? I can already see it on his face. He's already laughing about it. He's yeah. like snickering because he yeah, knows that I asked I you. He's like, Tommy. you walk in the door, yeah. he's like, man, he's going to hold it in. Hey, Tommy's a man. Tommy's a man. No, I've, it's been Tommy's so cool. Like the, Tommy's he's, so cool. Tommy, I freaking love you, dude. You've shown mad support for this podcast and what we've done, and it's been cool. Yeah. Yeah, he, he always it. texts me every week. He texts me some random quote, like with just like crying, laughing emojis, because it's like he heard some quote <laughs> he thought was funny, and I'm like, my man, Tommy yeah. is the man, dude. And can I say that Tommy is handsome as hell? Right. Can I say right? that? I <laughs> we got his wedding pictures so back, handsome. and I was like, yeah, oh. my man's a ten. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna say it right now. <laughs> Tommy Carter is a 10. And I know your son's going to be an 11, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Well, guys, this has been Blank with Friends. I'm Mike. I'm Jordan. I'm Hannah. Peace. And blessings. Bye. Thanks, you guys.